Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show into the 1 o'clock hour, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself with you until uh, 2 o'clock. Um, I want to get to DraftKings in a second, Trent, but mm-hmm. I think I'm probably, at least according to Twitter, the, the people on my Twitter feed, um, the only one that's going to miss Larry Culpepper, the Dr. The, the Dr. Pepper character that has been eliminated uh, for the upcoming college. Fo- I mean, the, for crying out loud, the dude invented the college football playoff. How can you just throw him under the bus like this? You're you're a big Culpepper fan, are you? I wouldn't go that far. I'm a big college football playoff fan, and he sure. invented it. Well, I, that might be taking a, a little bit of a stretch there. Those, uh, you you Maybe it's a generational thing, or maybe I'm just odd. Uh-huh. But when you talk commercials, a lot of times I have no idea what you're talking. You know about. who the Dr. Pepper? Guy I know is, that right. One, but the, you brought up something the other day, the hockey one. What the Martin Bro doing the playoff right. beers? I, I just—it's for the um, Enterprise Rent a Car. I am a clicker. Uh-huh. I mean, I am a savant when it comes to back, forth, three different things at once. I don't mm-hmm. stick on things. I don't see commercials. On television. All right. Maybe that's just I watch too much of it. I well, you you do spend a lot of time in that recliner down in the basement. <laughs> yes, I do. Working. Working. Always working. Absolutely. At least my wife believes that. That's what Brinson um, says, too. He yeah. says well, it's on a bar true. stool. It is. I'm observing. Observing. I'm um, oh, sorry. So I want to go to sports waging for just a second, pursuant to DraftKings, who has just made an announcement. Shockingly, DraftKings <laughs> is switching. They're going to become a sports book. So no longer Daily Fantasy. Which wasn't gambling, Trent, according no, to them. A game of skill. skill. You skill. had to know when your quarterback mm-hmm. who you uh, slotted as your starter, mm-hmm. it was a skill to know that he was going to get hurt in the right. first quarter. So that skill would you lead you to take the other team. Because um, the most skillful players knew that Carson Wentz's knee was going to blow up absolutely. on that run into the end zone. Right. It's a skill to know those things. I wish I had that skill, but I don't. Uh, don't play DraftKings because there's guys that do, right. and they'll take your money. But here's my point, all kidding aside, when it comes to DraftKings. And as far as I know... um. DraftKings is not a brick-and-mortar institution, Mm -hmm. facility. I think most states are going to lean that direction to begin with. So all of these DraftKings, all this money the DraftKings is going around to raise right now, A, they're going to be online only, Mm -hmm. right? And if indeed, let's say Trent Condon, you sign up because you want to be a DraftKings customer. Where do you, you have to place that bet in the state of, if you place your bet in the state of Iowa, that's going to be considered as an as a an Iowa based wager. It's different in horse racing because of the of the Wire Act that allows you to do that. When I place a bet in Ankeny on a horse race on my iPad, mm-hmm. my bet is seen as being placed in the state of Oregon. Really, that's where all the ADWs are licensed, advanced deposit wagering. Okay, so I'm not sure the DraftKings understands, and I would hope that they do. Um, I don't think it's going to be just as easy for DraftKings to go out and open up shop in all of these states. A, it's going to be racetracks. I think most states, that's the way they're going. Um, You can sign up at a racetrack. Um, 
and you may be able to bet at home in West Des Moines, but you'll be a Wild Rose customer. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if DraftKings is going to see the return that I think some of their investors believe that they're going to. See, DraftKings was never a possibility here for us in Iowa. Because it's, it's one of how many states? Not very many. Maybe a dozen, something like that, that, that never, the law was never passed, and I shook my head about it, but you know, my buddies in Minnesota, they could do it. Illinois, they could do it. But you sign up for your account, all right, where's your banking routing number when you put in your debit card? Nope, sorry, Iowa declined, not able to do it. I, I also, I want to say, and I, I could be mistaken on this, that even if one of those guys was here in Des Moines and they wanted to place a wager, that that would be denied. Now, I could be wrong about that. It should be. But I, I believe that was the case where you picks up your location. Right, yeah, geo, geofencing, right? Right, and, and they couldn't do it. So maybe this is, they believe it's going to be something similar when a state passes this. Now, are they going to have to pay the, what, 25000 that each casino is more than likely going to have to pay to have a sports book? Yeah, great question. In each state, I would guess. Yeah, I would think that that would be the case. That's going to be the case. And then, yeah, do they have to have at least, at the very least, a office? No, I mean, you can you can rent an office for 200 bucks and, mm-hmm. you know, some little uh, corner office in Des Moines, and there you go. You're set up with your quote-unquote office for the state of Iowa, but you'd have to figure something like that's going to happen. Yeah, uh, a lot of angles here. I hope it happens. The more, the merrier. Let it make yeah. it as easy as possible for me. That's what I'm hoping for. I've battled the illegal side for too long. Open it all up. I, I'm with you. It, it's coming. We're going to talk some, uh, co- not some college baseball, some major league baseball. You know, honestly, Trent, um, baseball is kind of, I don't want to say fallen out of the rotation, but it's kind of fallen out of the rotation with the NBA and yeah. clear to the NHL run that we're, that we're on now as we inch closer to the the participants in the Stanley, Stanley Cup and the NBA final. Um, they haven't talked much Cubs. Well, and are we going to see them tonight because it's ESPN at 6 o'clock? Blacked out. It's You're blacked gonna, out, right? Remember you have that TV, though. Don't forget this time. No, yeah. but I don't get cable on it. You've got the digital, though. Right? Yeah, but it's ESPN. I don't get ESPN. Well, digitally. no, this is also locally. It'll be the WGN broadcast tonight. Will yeah, yeah. But it's so it's WGN locally and mm-hmm. ESPN. Oh, so yeah, okay. Because I yes. want to watch Cleveland and Chicago. Yeah. You'll be all right on that one. You're TV. sure about that? Uh, when I clicked today on the TV coverage on my little app, it had WGN and STO. Well, then, then, then you are correct. But it's Sports that. Time Ohio, I believe, is. Mm-hmm. With uh, Tom Hamilton on the call. Yeah, no. Hooting and hollering and screaming. I yeah. love Tom Hamilton. No, he's pretty good. Uh, we'll talk to Scott Miller on baseball when we come back. Bill Bender, Sporting News. Uh, he was at uh, Quicken Loans last night. We'll get the latest uh, uh, from Bill Bender on that series, but we'll talk college football. Larry Culpepper, Trent. I... It's over. Now, I get that they might have run out of... Who did They brought in Steve Smith late in the year. Remember... You're, no, you know you don't remember. I'm no. not going to talk commercials. <laughs> Steve Smith in retirement was the was Larry Culpepper's um, protege or whatever. I'll take your word for it. You're speaking a foreign language now. You're speaking German. Yeah, don't do commercials with Trent. No. Note to self: Where only during the Super Bowl. Only during the Super Bowl. We'll come back with Scott Miller, Bleacher Report, national writer. Look forward to that conversation. We come back. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. 
Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. The Des Moines Menace soccer season is right around the corner, and we have a big event to kick things off on Wednesday, May 23rd at Exile Brewing Company. It's the 25th anniversary of the Des Moines Menace, and they're celebrating in style. The first 250 rupees poured will be just 25 cents. Jimmy B and TC will be broadcasting live from Exile May 23rd to kick off the Menace season. Tickets, giveaways, players and coaches on hand from the Des Moines Menace. All at Exile Brewing Company. May 23rd from 4 until 6 o'clock and 25 cent Ruthies. Crack open a Ruthie today! Enjoy your exile! The United States Track and Field Outdoor Championships are returning to Des Moines June 21st through the 24th. Over 1,000 of the best track and field athletes from across the country will compete at the historic Blue Oval at Drake Stadium. Get in on the action. Purchase tickets at draketicks.com slash USATF and find volunteer opportunities at catchdesmoines.com. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off, you know. They picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-825-9744. 800-825-9744. 800-825-9744. Optima Tax Relief. Terrace Hills Golf Course is home to the four-and-a-half-hour guarantee. Are you tired of playing golf courses that don't care about speed of play? Then make a tee time at the beautiful Terrace Hills Golf Course weekdays before 2 p.m. and weekends and holidays before noon, and they guarantee you'll complete your 18-hole round of golf in four-and-a-half hours or less, or your next green fee is free. Terrace Hills Golf Course. Make your tee time now by calling 515-967-2932 for Terrace Hills Golf Course in Altoona. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at cfiowa.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Always appreciate when Scott Miller can find some time to talk Major League Baseball with us, a national columnist, Bleacher Report. He joins the program. Scott Trenton, Ken in Des Moines. Thanks for giving us a few minutes, Scott. How are you? Hey, uh, my pleasure, Trent and Ken. Both of you, how are you? All good on this end. Yeah, good to talk to you, Scott. Well, we're roughly at the at the quarter pole. Memorial Day seems to be that first benchmark uh, in, a, in any Major League Baseball season. Um, Otani, I guess, player-wise, may be the biggest story of the year from an individual player. You might argue that. Team-wise, either positive or negative, what do you think one of the biggest stories of the first uh, quarter of the season is? Uh, first off, I would not argue. I would completely agree. I think Otani's the biggest story simply because of the success the guy's having both at the plate and on the mound. I mean, as I, I've, I've told a couple people this year, I mean, it, it sounds funny to say, but it's completely accurate. What I don't know if people understand enough about Otani. What we're watching here is something that literally – none of us have seen in our lives. You have to be a hundred or more years old uh, and have watched Babe Ruth play uh, to, to have seen what Otani's doing at, at such a high level. And from that perspective alone, the uniqueness of the story, I, I think it's tremendous. And, you know, I think it's fascinating to see how long you know, if his stamina is going to last and he's going to be able to be this effective as a starting pitcher and as a middle-of-the-lineup hitter all season long and beyond. So I think that's a tremendous story. I do agree that the biggest story individually in the game this year. Um, you know, team-wise, I'd go a couple different directions, I guess. I think um, mostly to the National League. I don't see many surprises in the American League. Um, 
But National League, I mean, you look at the Atlanta Braves, mm-hmm. the first place. That, they have been a, tr- a huge surprise this year, as have the Philadelphia Phillies. I know part of it is the Nationals have gotten off to a poor start. But you, know, you look at what the Braves are doing, what the Phillies are doing, especially the Phillies. Here's a new manager, Gabe Kapler, that was booed in the home opener when he was introduced. Excellent point. And they've been on a tear since then. And you look at the Atlanta Braves, they've got two the two youngest position players playing right now in Ronald Acuna Jr. and Ozzie Albies. And, and those guys are excelling. They are fun to watch. And, um, you know, I say that. And then negative surprises, you know, the Los Angeles Dodgers have, have not been able to get out of their own way this year. They've had a lot of injuries. They've, they've so far, at least, had a very disappointing follow-up to the World Series. Hey, Scott, you know, speaking of Otani, the two-way star, look, it's incredibly rare. We saw Rick Ankeel, after the pitching went away, become an outfielder. Brooks Kieschnick kind of went the other way and also did a little pinch hitting with the Brewers back in the day. But are we going to see, you know, was it Hunter Green maybe a year ago there was talk of him coming out of the draft? He could be a guy. Are we going to see baseball start to shift their attention away and say, hey, maybe let's give a few more guys a shot from both pitching and the offensive side? You know, I think maybe this will help open minds. I don't think there are all that many people capable of doing it. Um, I think you're right, Hunter Green, but he has so far this season, for the, he's in the Cincinnati Reds organization, and um, he has not hit much, and they've got him concentrating on his pitching. Um, Brendan McKay, there's a kid named Brendan McKay out of the University of Louisville. He's in Tampa Bay system. Uh, he's at their single-A level. He's the one guy in the minor leagues right now that's doing it, doing it pretty effectively, starting pitching and and uh, you know playing position. So we'll see. Um, I mean, there are a couple kids, those two kids in particular, maybe Hunter Green eventually gets back to doing both. But um, you know, the, 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 there's I think the Otani thing will certainly make more clubs open-minded toward doing it. But um, I don't see a all of a sudden a proliferation of it, of guys starting to go two ways. Uh, Scott Miller from uh, Bleacher Report is our guest. Scott, I've been, um, I I love when we have national guys on because I get to ask a Blue Chase question, which (laughs) I normally don't get to. So so, uh, uh, bear with me for this one. So um, my team's circling the drain. I think that 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 window may have closed. And I like Gibbons, I do, but it just seems like, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't be shocked if they go in a different direction. And speaking of different directions, Josh Donaldson is, is clearly um, they're not going to re-sign him. And I think as much as anything, it's not that they're losing faith in him. It's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. who's just completely annihilating the baseball as he works his way up to the majors. So two-parter, is is Gibbons probably not long for the Jays? And when will Blue Jays fans get their first glimpse of Vladimir Guerrero in the bigs? Uh, first question you said is Gibbons, the manager, not long for the Jays? Right. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, the thing that, that he's got going against him, he's very popular and I think he's very good, but he's not with the administration that hired him. Of course, Alex Anthopoulos hired him and Alex is now in Atlanta and, um, you know, they've got a general manager in Ross Atkins and they've got a, a, um, uh, president of baseball operations and Mark Shapiro, who came from Cleveland, that inherited Gibbons. So, 
you know, I don't know that Gibbons is a short timer, but yeah, I mean, it could be a situation because of what I just laid out. You know, most baseball guys end up bringing in their own guys, mm-hmm. and Gibbons is not the current front office's guy. So if they don't rebound, if they continue to bottom out, then you know, I, I could see the Jays going in a different direction as manager, so to speak. Um, I like John Gibbons a lot. I think he's a good manager. He handles bullpens great. Uh, players manager, if he is not long for the Jays, I'd love to see him get another chance somewhere. As far as Vlad Guerrero Jr., yeah, you're right. He's at double-A New Hampshire right now, just hitting a – he's hitting 420. <laughs> and he looks way too good for that league. Um, the problem is there's not really a place right now in Toronto for him because of – you mentioned Josh Donaldson. Vlad plays third base. Josh Donaldson does. Um you know, there's talk about, well, you could bring the kid up and, and, and have Donaldson DH or have Vlad Jr. get him some advance at DH. But right now they've got Kendrys Morales, who's not doing well, by the way. He's not hitting, as you know. Um, so they've got some personnel issues at the major league level. Also, um, from my understanding is they're going to leave Vlad Jr. in the minors at least into June whether it's still at New Hampshire or whether they give him a crack to hit, to hit some triple-A pitching at Buffalo. Uh, you know, for the service time rules, we saw right. it happen with Chris Bryant yep. years ago, with a few years back with the Cubs and, and some others. Um, and that is if they bring Vlad Guerrero Jr. to the majors before June, they run the risk of him being a super two in arbitration two years from now, and, and, and they risk, you know, having to pay him more than they'd like to and, and starting his service clock toward free agency soon. So I think he'll be in the majors this year, but I don't think it'll be until after June. Scott, over the weekend, Sergio Romo started back-to-back games for Tampa. We've seen the evolution of baseball shifting analytics the way that they have gone in and just everything that has changed here over the really last four or five years. Is this the next big change that's going to happen in baseball? <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, interesting moves by the by the the Tampa Bay Rays is exactly right. But the, the thing is, um, the Tampa Bay's in a spot. They're rebuilding. You know, you could say tanking, whatever, and and that gives them the latitude to experiment. And and one of the experiments is, you know, they believe many times that the, the the Reader's Digest version in starting Sergio Romo twice in two days is this. They've got, behind Chris Archer and Blake Snell, they've got a bunch of young starters. And so what they, they had a kid, Ryan Yarborough, who was, would have started Saturday, but he's young, and you know they're worried about him facing the lineup the third time. They think he's, you know, they're, they're an analytical organization. They think he's going to get hit, you know. So what they did, the, the purpose is of starting Sergio Romo or whoever, it's when they've got a young starter like Ryan Yarborough going, and it's when the opposing lineup is pretty stacked, especially at the top, as as uh, you know the Angels are with Mike Trout batting second, Albert Pujols third. So the thinking is, Romo starts, and he gets an inning or two possibly against you know Trout and Pujols those guys. Then they bring Ryan Yarborough in as they did the other day in the second or third inning. I think second. And he doesn't have to face Trout and Pujols that first time. So, when, in other words, when they think he gets deeper in the game and when he, get, he faces the lineup that third time, um, 
he's only facing Trout and Pujols a second time, not a third time. So that's the strategy there. Now, it is interesting, no question, but to do that, you've got to be a young team because if you've got, take Houston, for example, where they've got established Mm. starting pitchers, Verlander, Keuchel, uh, Charlie Morton. Cole. You tell those guys, yeah, yeah, Garrett Cole, you tell those guys, hey, (laughs) Avoid the third time through the lineup. We're going to start a. We're going to start somebody else, and you're going to come in and say, "Those guys are all going to basically flip the bird to match." Yeah. They're going to say, "No, that's ridiculous." So, you know, that's why I say I don't see it proliferating across baseball, except for with young teams. Right now, teams that aren't going to, aren't, don't have a chance to win, and, and and that all gives them the chance to experiment a little bit. But you know, long term, it'll be interesting because even take a young pitcher like Ryan Yarborough, and. Um, you know, eventually, you know, it's going to cost him some money, you would think, when he gets eligible for arbitration and things like that because, you know, he, he won't have as many innings or maybe he'll have been used differently. So it'll be interesting to see if when he compares himself and his agents do to other starting pitchers of that same age, if he falls a little bit short in innings pitch, batter's face, things like that, and as a result, if he loses any money in arbitration. So, you know, that, there's that angle, too. Hmm. Scott, we appreciate it, as always. Thanks for finding time with us. We will uh, catch up with you in the weeks to come. Thank you, Scott Miller. Sounds good, guys. You guys take care. Have a good week. Yeah, you do the same. Scott Miller, Bleacher Report, talking baseball with Scott Miller. Ready to talk some well, college football and some NBA yeah. with Bill Bender? Let's do it. Well, we'll have to wait till after the break. Okay. We'll All come right. back with that as we continue. Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. In 2017, the ARL impacted thousands of lives, not just pets, but people too. 6,940 pets found new homes. 199 animals were rescued from abuse and neglect situations. 4,227 owned pets received direct assistance through community outreach programs. And 5,456 ARL animals were spayed and neutered. None of this would be possible without your support. And we look forward to helping even more people and pets in 2018. To view the full 2017 impact report, visit arl-iowa.org slash impact report. <laughs> 
A Wendy's Frosty is something special. And for a limited time, a Frosty is just 50 cents. An American classic for a classic price. It's not quite a milkshake, not quite an ice cream cone. It's definitely chocolate or vanilla. That choice is on you. Use a spoon or a french fry. Anything goes. A Frosty makes summer special. Yep, there's nothing quite like a Frosty. And there's nothing quite like this deal. A Frosty for 50 cents. Get yours before this deal melts away. Small Frosty only at participating Wendy's for a limited time. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii. And now, an ad from Dad. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Yeah. Tell you another way to save money. Don't buy those uh, expensive coffees every morning, you know. Then you can save up for, uh, I don't know, a really nice dress shirt. I'm just saying... It's great that you feel comfortable here at work, but, you know, an adult could walk in. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. I light the night for my dad. I light the night for my daughter. I light the night to end blood cancer. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings together survivors and supporters to bring light to the darkness of cancer and to help fund life-saving research. About every three minutes in America, someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer. Advances made in blood cancer research are leading to treatments for many cancers and other serious diseases. Help light the path to cures. Join Light the Night today. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The Des Moines Menace soccer season is right around the corner, and we have a big event to kick things off on Wednesday, May 23rd at Exile Brewing Company. It's the 25th anniversary of the Des Moines Menace, and they're celebrating in style. The first 250 rupees poured will be just 25 cents. Jimmy B and TC will be broadcasting live from Exile May 23rd to kick off the Menace season. Tickets, giveaways, players and coaches on hand from the Des Moines Menace. All at Exile Brewing Company. May 23rd from 4 until 6 o'clock and 25 cent Ruthies. Crack open a Ruthie today! Enjoy your Exile! Alright, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh man, I love it. I love it. You Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG.
Welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I with you right up until 2 o'clock. Jimmy B and TC get you home from 4 until 6. Well, Bill Bender was in the Quicken Loans Arena last night for Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Final. The series now evened up at 2 apiece before the scene shifts to Boston, back to Cleveland on Friday. Bill Bender from the Sporting News joins us. Bill, Trent, and Ken in Des Moines. Thanks for coming on, Bill. How are you? I'm doing well, guys. How are you? Doing fine. Um, before we get into the game itself, watching it on TV, uh, you get the impression, you know, from watching games, whether it's in stadiums or arenas, the kind of the atmosphere in the building. We know it changes depending on how the the home team is doing. Uh, what's the atmosphere like, Bill, from your perspective? I mean, I don't know if they've taken control of the series. They've at least even the momentum. Um, you know that tough to beat at home. They're always tough to beat at home. I believe they're now. 25 and 3 in the Eastern Conference playoffs since LeBron came back. I mean, you've you got to bring your A game to do that. And Boston was nowhere near that in game three. And last night they were there after the first quarter punch. But, you know, when, when you're going up against LeBron, you can't take a quarter off on the. You know, Bill, as you go through what LeBron is, what he means to Cleveland, all these different things, it's still it's sitting out there. What's going to happen this summer? Is that a conversation piece at all when you make your way to Cleveland and you're talking with all the NBA media people? Is that a continued conversation? Or is that something that most everybody's just kind of put into the back page for right now? I think it's TBD. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it all summer. Um, he keeps putting up 40 points and doing the things that he's doing that are putting him in larger conversations in that Jordan debate and everything mm-hmm. else. But, uh, I mean, it's been phenomenal to watch. I, I think whether he leaves or not, the further they get in this playoffs with this team, I think the better chance he stays if they bring in some more help in the off season. I want to get to some of that help. A local kid, Kyle Corver, in a minute. I thought he played great, but you know, I thought played had maybe a bigger role. I'm glad you wrote about it this morning. Tristan Thompson was absolutely huge, not only last night, but you know, when when you see this team having success, it seems like Tristan Thompson, when the team is playing well, he's having a significant impact on the game. Oh well, about Corver, Kyle and I are about the same. Exact same game when we're on the court, right? He's just a little bit better at the three point <laughs> shot than me. Um, Tristan has been phenomenal, and he's unlocks the energy. You know, it's been an up and down playoff for him, and he's kind of neutralized. He hasn't stopped, but he's neutralized Al Horford a little bit, and and that'll be the key for the Boston to to how do they react? Because going into Game Three, Ken, I thought. Boston didn't have a player playing bad. Now they've got some guys that have been a little bit rattled after the last two games. It'll be interesting to see how they react. What's more likely? Cleveland wins a Game 5 in Boston or wins a Game 7 in Boston? Good I would say 7. I think my read on this is Boston recalibrates, wins Game 5, puts some pressure on Cleveland, but I just don't see them losing at home. We go to 7, and... I mean, there's where you have to make your decision. Do you take a Boston team that hasn't lost a home playoff game, or do you take LeBron? <laughs> and I'm take. I would probably. I, I should probably eliminate myself being an Ohio kid, but it's hard not to take LeBron in that spot. You know, back to last night. How big of a, a detriment was it for Boston when Marcus Morris? I mean, he was in foul trouble so early in that basketball game. Had to come out. No, they put him back in there before halftime with three fouls. Uh, but, but Bill, I mean, did it did it hurt them significantly uh, having him in foul trouble early in that game? 
I mean, a little bit, but I mean, I think it was worse when they didn't have Jalen Brown in game three. Um, in that game last night, I mean, Kevin Love had five fouls too, and then Marcus Morris picked up a stick shortly after, and Cleveland was able to adjust to that. I think the, the biggest, this is something that if you want to finally talk about not having in Kyrie and Gordon Hayward, this is where that makes a difference mm-hmm. because Boston can't have that level of foul trouble early in the game given that their depth depth is a little short, even though the guys off the bench are playing pretty well. It's uh, going to be a great series. The other series, you keep an eye out west at all. I know you're covering uh, Cleveland when uh, they're playing at home in Cleveland, but have you taken a look out? Do you do you feel like, certainly I think most people do, Golden State's going to roll here, finish this thing out in five, and await whatever we see comes out of the east? I think it'll go six. I think Houston okay. will play their pride game in game five, but that depends. I mean, if Golden State blows their doors off tonight and, and we're having the same discussion, very possible that could end up in five. Uh, you see when Steph Curry, and I use the term unfair a lot. When Steph Curry's on, it's almost unfair given what else Golden State has. I mean, they were up by 11 the other night when they weren't hitting their threes. So it's just going to really be tough for anybody to beat that team. I know Iguodala's injury is a concern, but... I mean, it's hard to see that team losing. We've got an SEC quarterback coming to the Big Ten in Shea Patterson. We've got a Big Ten quarterback going to the SEC in Joe Burrow. Uh, You talked about the bigger impact. Who is going to make a bigger impact on their team this year? Might the answer be, and I like Shea Patterson, I really do, but might the answer be Burrow just because of LSU's struggles at the quarterback position over the last few years? Well, I mean, I, I actually think Patterson will make the bigger impact because, you know, that's been the missing piece for Michigan. I get what you're saying, though. LSU's really been quarterback starved. They've only had Zach Mettenberger's the only LSU quarterback to throw over 20 touchdowns in the same season this decade. So, um, but I think Burrow's a little more inexperienced, a little tougher road with some of those SEC West defenses. Um, and that's not to say Shea Patterson doesn't have an easy road, but. I think given the talent around Shea Patterson, he'll probably be a slightly better quarterback this year. Good news is we can see both those guys for two, and I think they're both going to do well. And Shea Patterson will be able to be part of the spring trip with Harbaugh next year see that. to South Africa. How about that? I know. I need sporting news to spring me <laughs> for one of these trips, man. And I should have went to Paris this year, honestly, but... Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it, I think it's cool what he's doing. I mean, he gets a lot of flack for that, and I don't why because, I mean, if I'm a college student, there's no way. I'm, I, I'm, how could you not be happy? I've never been to Rome or Paris or South Africa. I think it's great. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Bill. Do you, do you see um, maybe jealousy creeping into it as far as, you know, some coaches reaching out to the NCAA, and, and that's an unfair recruiting advantage. Although, I mean, I don't see it that way, but you know how football culture, you know how college sports work. Um, if, if, if another program sees what they believe is a team getting an edge, will the NCAA inject themselves into this, do you think? Uh, possibly. I mean, that's certainly a, a case where they could, but, I mean, there's a donor involved. And, I mean, again, this is something I, I've talked to, Coach Harbaugh about this a few times, and his line is that, you know, they're trying to put the student back in student athlete and college back in college football. And, you know, that's hokey, but he's right. I mean, I don't see any problem with this. I think the coverage has been pretty good. Um, I think some of that comes from SEC country in some ways, but, and I get that some schools can't afford to do this, but, 
you know, I don't want to hear that line when coaches are making two and a half million dollars right. and, and these facilities that these schools have. So this is something extra, and I think it's pretty cool. Bill, uh, give us an outlook of your expectations. We've talked top 25 locally. Iowa and Iowa State, as you're, you're digging through, you're going through the Big Ten and Big 12, how are you shaping up looking at the Hawks and Clones? Well, I mean, it's going to be exciting to see where uh, Matt Campbell takes the Cyclones. I mean, there's opportunity there. still think Oklahoma's the best team, most talented team, but there's opportunities for teams like Texas, TCU, and I think Iowa State, the biggest thing, will be developing some consistency on both sides of the ball. Um, then with uh, Iowa, I mean, we talked about Stanley on here last week. I think that's part of it. The Big Ten West for all the headlines on Scott Frost and Northwestern, those are steep teams that Iowa can beat. Just on Iowa to make the difference, you know, tap maybe tap into a little bit of that what they had against Ohio State last year. And uh, <laughs> I know you can't do that every week, but but try to be a little more consistent within the division. Bill Bender, SportingNews.com. Bill, thank you. Have a great holiday weekend. We'll talk to you in the weeks to come. Thanks, Bill Bender. Hey, sounds good, guys. Talk to you later. Yep, thank you, Bill Bender, SportingNews.com. Apologize for a little phone snafus there. Um, you know, you think as far along as we are, cell phones would be over this. You would think so, but it's not the case. I understand. And you can't get, nobody has a landline. Do you still have one? I've never had one. Haven't you? Not since college. When did we give ours up? It's been probably been 15 years. So. Yeah, that's the same here. So why would you pay for that, right? Right. You don't, you don't need it. You don't need it, indeed. All well, right. and, and anymore, a lot of times landlines are actually worse than what you actually have with a cell phone. Is that I mean, true? I mean, I, I, I've made plenty doing this. Right. Have to have a landline. You call somebody on the landline, their landline sucks. Ah, brutal. Yeah. That, I mean, what can you do? Right. Well, I know the hotline doesn't suck, and it's no. sponsored by Dr. Stephen Fuller and the Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, which, oh, by the way, two locations East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Um,. It's Hawkeye Swarm time. It is. We are going to hear from what? Uh, you guys are going to opine on the 2004 season. The last Big Ten title for the Hawkeyes, the second under Kirk Ferentz, 2002 and 2004. 14 years mm. since the last Big Ten title. Does Kirk Ferentz retire with just two? Boy, oh boy, if I had to bet, I would say Yes. Um, the odds would certainly, certainly lean in that direction. Yeah, that's not going on a, on a limb, is it? I think, yes. I think that, the, I mean, Wisconsin's not going away anytime soon. You know how I feel about Nebraska. Northwestern, um, Fitzy's got it going on over there. Uh, I don't buy uh, Minnesota. So my point being, you got to get out of the West before you take on the heavy head over in the East. Because I think he'll make an appearance or two. Yeah, representing the West is but what But then you're you saying. have to beat Ohio State. Or Michigan, or Michigan State, Keep or going. Penn State. There you go. I mean, not only do you have to overcome what you have out here, right? Then you have to win that single game uh-huh. against the best of that group. It's a tall order. It is. I mean, last time we saw them play, the Michigan game was a nail biter, was it not? Could have gone either way. Could it not have? Yeah. Down to the wire. Bud Spears. If his just helmet was just over a <laughs> shade, that ball comes out. And the Hawks are going to play Alabama. But selfishly, Trent, it didn't turn out too bad for at least me because, you know, what was on top of my bucket list sure. was, that was getting to that Rose Bowl to cover a Rose Bowl. and You got there. I did. Uh, the game itself, as we know, was, was awful. But um, anyways, let's get to the 2004 season. Here's the Hawkeye Swarm with Dr. Stephen Fuller and Trent. Hawkeye Swarm on 1700 KBGG. As we talk with Dr. Stephen Fuller from Fuller Family Dentistry, 
about the world of the Iowa Hawkeyes here during the offseason, taking a look back, some of the great seasons, great moments, experiences that me growing up a Hawkeye fan, Dr. Fuller's a Hawkeye fan, have, have been able to live in. Doc, we're going back in the Wayback Machine. It doesn't feel like it should be the Wayback Machine. 14 years ago to 2004, the Iowa Hawkeyes won, well, what has been their only Big Ten title over the last 14 years as uh, they came back and got a share of things with a win against Wisconsin at the end of the regular season. 2004, Doc, I was still in college screwing around, you know, being a moron. Had a very good time during that season. Watched a lot of good football and, and Quite the turnaround of a season from the Hawks that year. Oh, it was. I mean, uh, we started off uh, with Kent State and looked like, you know, gangbusters, but who's Kent State? Right. But, uh, you know, we got them at 39-7, to and then uh, we had our sister uh, 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 university, Iowa State, and we, we beat them 17-10. to So, you know, everything uh, started to look, uh, you know, quasi-rosy. Mm-hmm. You know, here we are. Two and zero, and and uh, and then all of a sudden, we went to an Arizona State, and and uh, we got kind of shellacked, for lack of a better term. One of the ugliest games that I have ever seen in person. Uh, it, it started in a weird, weird fashion. Now, again, I told you I was in college. I probably had way too many cocktails. I'm in Arizona. I'm a young guy. We're having fun, but then as we're tailgating, game's not going to start in time. Because there's lightning going lightning. on. Yep. And that just threw everything into just a, a weird start. Mm-hmm. Iowa played terribly. They couldn't do anything offensively. Their only touchdown came from Walner Bellius, who returned a punt late, late in that game mm-hmm. with a couple minutes left. But that, when you talk about some of the worst games in Kirk Ferentz's tenure, that's got to be up towards the top of the list. Oh, it does. I mean, you know, that was just really strange. And, uh, you know, how do you how do you do that? And And... He uh, then we then we came back the following week and we had to play. It was one of those uh oh games, <laughs> and it turned into an uh oh game. We got Michigan, you know, yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, and then you know they were rated at the time, and and uh, you know we ended up getting beat seventeen to thirty, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and you know they they lost that game, but from the week before against Arizona State to Michigan. And Michigan at the time was just rolling along under Lloyd Carr, and year after year they were winning Big Ten titles. Even though they lost by a couple of scores, they were in the game. Drew Tate had his helmet knocked off in that play, took the shot down the field. Now they blow the play dead, but it, it felt like even there it was like, okay, we're not as bad as we looked the week before. And then it just started to snowball, and they picked up momentum. But this is a year that it was Drew Tate. It was Drew Tate. I mean, you know, he he took the team on his back, and you know, we started off two and two, and and uh, finished the season uh, ten and two, seven and one in the Big Ten, uh, with our only loss being to Michigan. I mean, we rattled off uh, uh, some really good wins there, and uh, and and the you know, then we beat the year before the prior year uh, national champion uh, LSU. Uh, with uh, probably the, one of the most memorable uh, uh, plays to end the game. And I have a great picture of uh, the LSU sideline. So, uh, you know, <laughs> you, you can just tell uh, that they weren't real happy. <laughs> Not at all. That, that was a lot of fun. And uh, that day down in Orlando. So 
I was uh, up in the press box for that one as I was doing my radio show at the, at the time in, in college. And so I was up there, of course, you know, no cheering in the press box. And I abided by that. But uh, there were a couple of claps and a couple of applause up there from from a couple of the, maybe not exactly media members, but, but people that were cheering for the Hawkeyes that day. Well, how couldn't you? I mean, you know, my gosh, uh, uh, you last play of the game and you're like, oh, my gosh, aren't they watching the time? Please call timeout. Right. Timeout. Yes. Timeout. Yes. And and all of a sudden he just drew Tate reared back and threw that ball and uh, Halloway uh Caught that ball and sprinted to the end zone and for his first collegiate touchdown. I mean, uh, what a storybook uh, ending to uh, his career mm-hmm. and uh, to the University of Iowa's uh, 2004 season. Another one of my favorite memories of that year was the final game of the regular season, and Iowa needed a little bit of help that year. They, they needed Ohio State to beat Michigan. That happened earlier in the day. So it set up the winner of Iowa-Wisconsin playing for a share of the Big Ten title. And Wisconsin came in very good, as as you'd expect under Barry Alvarez. But the way that Iowa dominated that football game, and started off very rough. Drew Tate threw a couple of interceptions, the first two possessions, and uh, here we go. But the second half, they got on a roll. That environment that day in Kiddick was as, as good as you're going to find. And uh, In fact, one of the last times I was ever on the field before uh, the upsets against Michigan-Ohio State the last two years was that game. Winning a Big Ten title, they brought the trophy out onto the field. Kirk put it up there, uh, just capping off a great turnaround to that season. Yeah, and they beat uh, the Badgers, uh, what, 30-7? to mm-hmm. And uh, if I remember right, Wisconsin scored first. And we, if I remember right, uh, and you, you thought, oh my gosh, here we go, you know, and uh, we'd beaten, uh, you know, Ohio State, we beat Penn State, you know, and and those were all good teams. Mm-hmm. And uh and you know, are we going to get the brass ring this time, you know? <laughs> and uh uh you know, Drew Tate and and the gang, they they did what they had to do and, and they shut down uh uh Wisconsin and, and we left Kinnick uh with a thirty to seven win. It was a great one. Uh, also that year you mentioned the win over Penn State. That was the infamous six to four game. The pitcher's duel as uh well the Hawkeyes got it done with a three run homer. Couple of them yeah, gave up we a did, couple of safeties. And we didn't tackle our quarterback. Didn't or, <laughs> tackle our kicker, I mean. Yes. Yeah. Uh what a season two thousand four. It was the last of uh, Kirk Ferentz's big ten titles. Let's hope that changes here in the next couple of years, Doc. Well, we all hope that, and uh, you know, is uh, it's sure a sad thing to see uh, two of our uh, guys uh, leave early for the NFL. But good for them, kudos for them. And uh, you always think, gee, what would we be this season if we had those two guys back? It's but, a very good thought. You know, we all have to reshuffle the deck and and start over. And mm-hmm. and uh, I'm expecting some good things out of the Hawkeyes uh, in the 2018 campaign. Well, we'll start to preview that coming up this summer here on the Hawkeye Swarm on 1700. That's Dr. Stephen Fuller with Fuller Family Dentistries with two locations, East 29th Street in Des Moines and 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Doc, we will do it again next week. Thank you. All right. Have a good week. All right. Uh, 2004 season, biggest takeaway was what? Just Drew Tate that season, how well he, he played. Uh, just and, and he was bad at times, and then he'd come back and he bounced back. And though it went 
awry at times, just the performance against Wisconsin. Still one of my favorite memories mm-hmm. in Kinnick was 2004, after the upset of the, in the Ohio State-Michigan game, giving Iowa or Wisconsin a chance to, to get a share of the title. Iowa, two early interceptions from Tate. Oh, boy, here we go again. And then just throttling the Badgers in the second half and got the trophy on the field. It was a really cool environment in Kinnick that day. Yeah, no, I bet it was. Uh, Trent, uh, you and Jimmy B today from 4 till 6 have what? Uh, coming up today, we got Alex Halstead stopping by with the uh, Iowa State tour is continuing. Li- I mean, in your mind, yeah, it, does, it does it feel he's closer to the NBA this week than he was maybe when we first started this process? If it was 90-10 in the beginning... 70 30, 60 40? 70 30 at least, maybe 65 35. It's. It seems like it's trending in that direction. I'm kind of the same way as you are, no doubt about it. Want to get Alex's read, certainly on that lot of recruiting uh, to get into, including some basketball recruiting for Iowa State. And also, in the 5 o'clock hour, uh, Iowa baseball coach Rick Heller will be joining us. Nice get. They play tomorrow morning at 9. At 9, yeah. So they'll be getting to Omaha, and uh, we'll get Coach Heller on the line, talk a little bit about that matchup with the Wolverines and uh, what they have to do in Big Ten tournament and just... Conference tournaments in general, in college baseball, the number of arms that you need. Mm. Do they have the depth to survive a long run? Especially if they lose early, and you got to come through the backside of the bracket. That's where it gets really difficult. Well, Chad Lysico, credit where credit is due, wrote a nice piece in today's register on exactly that. Oh, really? Content. And here it is. I'm done with it. Uh, why don't you take it? And you got a couple hours to kill. I do. I do. Uh, we will be back tomorrow from four until from four until six. That's you and Jimmy. That B. is you and I are back tomorrow from noon until two. We appreciate you being here with us. If you miss any portion of the show, you can. Go to KenMillerShow.com, listen to the podcast again. All of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Trent and I back tomorrow at noon. Thank you for listening to the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right on you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Hey, guys. Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com.
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. The lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off, you know. They picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-825-9744. 800-825-9744. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Attention. If you've had hernia surgery and have experienced complications such as chronic pain, infection, wound reopening, mesh migration, bowel obstruction, need revision surgery or other complications, you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Hernia repair surgery is common and requires a mesh product to be implanted inside your body. In May of 2016, the manufacturer of a popular hernia mesh product issued a mandatory global recall due to product defects. If you've had hernia surgery and have experienced complications, you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Call the Hernia Mesh Helpline now at 800-360-4612. Our experienced attorneys will fight to get you the compensation you deserve. You pay nothing unless we get a recovery in your favor. Time is limited to file a claim, so call the Hernia Mesh Helpline now. 800-360-4612. Operators are standing by 24-7. Call 800-360-4612. That's 800-360-4612. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian.